Eliminating confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us on this Friday. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed, I've talked a lot in the last couple of days about how much dishonesty was coming from the president in his State of the Union. But it's really been pervasive throughout all of his policies. But when he talks about the economy specifically, he's been telling some pretty fat whoppers. And uh, to break this down for us a little bit more is E.J. Anthony from the Heritage Foundation. E.J., welcome back to the show. Um, This president gets away with telling the most absurd things, and the press don't hold him to it. But what are some of the most egregious examples that you've been tracking? Where do we start? Um, you know, one of the things that that I think uh, the the press has really been covering for the president on uh, is the, the financial damage that this administration has done to the average American family. And the president, for example, loves to talk about how much wages are up, and and that part of the narrative is actually true. But they're completely ignoring the fact that prices are up even more, so that you can actually buy less today even though your paycheck is bigger than you could on the day when, when Biden took office. And then on top of that, you also have to remember that borrowing costs are going up on everything from, from credit cards and, and auto loans to mortgages and student loans. And so when you combine those two effects, both those higher borrowing costs and real wages being down, the average American family right now feels over $7,000 poorer because of these policies. Yeah. Well, and in 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 effect, it's become a uh, situation of ask, asking people who are paying ten dollars a carton for eggs to believe him that they're not really doing that. And I don't know how suspending reality in the voters' actual mind. I don't know how that's. I don't know how that works because it seems to me that no matter what he says, they still have to go fill their tank up and go buy food for their families. Right. But these are the same people who who have tried to tell us we're not in a recession when we actually are. I mean, they they truly think they can redefine words. They tried to redefine recession. Uh, You know, they they try to redefine what a woman is for crying out loud. I mean, you name it. They think that they have the power to actually change the American lexicon and thereby change public opinion. We hear a lot about the jobs numbers and we hear a lot about, as you mentioned, the the cycle of pay for people seems to be up in some sectors um what for people that say well he, he told us the truth about that um what is the what is the response to to them when you say um yeah but almost nothing else that he told you was true well th- this whole idea that the president has somehow created millions of jobs is is, is just nonsense we had an unprecedented government shutdown where we literally told people it is illegal for you to come to work. And so in a single month, over 20 million people lost their jobs. As we get record recovery from that, you can't tell me that's job creation. You're simply literally allowing people to go back to work. You're restoring lost jobs. So if you if the president really wants to say I've created, quote unquote, more jobs than any other president in history by his own logic, that's not true because Donald Trump, his immediate predecessor, quote unquote, created more jobs. He created about twelve and a half million jobs in less time than it has taken Biden to, quote unquote, create twelve point one million jobs. But again, that, that entire discussion 
is meaningless because we were coming back from an unprecedented situation. You know, that if you if you look at the trend of uh, of jobs, for example, before the pandemic, and if you look at measures like the population to employment ratio or the labor force participation rate, by all those metrics, we're about two to three million jobs short right now of where we should be. Well, and that's uh, and that's true. And th- this idea that 12 million were created by his policies is such a farce. Most of those were uh, COVID jobs that were lost, and then they they slowly came back over the period of the last two years. No, absolutely. And if you look at, for example, after the American Rescue Plan was passed under Joe Biden, that effectively cut job growth on from the average month to month. It effectively cut job growth about in half. I mean, his policies have not accelerated job growth; they have decreased it. They, they have basically retarded job growth in this country. We should be creating jobs far faster than we are. We should be adding payrolls at a much greater pace than we are today. But we're not because these public policies are effectively strangling the private market. Well, it's um, it's important for the voters to take note that what he has been saying is consistently untrue, and especially as it hits their pocketbooks. Uh, believe your pocketbook. Don't believe the lip, the moving lips of the politician. E.J. Anthony, thank you so much for being with us today. Kevin McCullough, coming right back. <laughs> 